And eventually you come up with the understanding that the oven was half the size when your great-great-great-great-grandmother was cooking it, so they couldn't fit a whole turkey in there. And now you realize you've wasted half a turkey for however many generations just because people used to do it that way. I, it's a funny story, but I think that's what a lot of us are doing. What number best represents your childhood? We did zero, we did five, and we did ten. We're reading a book called How Emotions Are Made, so it was from the frame of emotions. Did your family show all positive emotions? Did they show all drama, negative, toxic emotions of like, suck it up, rub some dirt in it? Or were they kind of neutral, kind of vanilla? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,000. 348. I am not the type of person that. Today, for episode number 1,349, what part of your childhood is still running you? I'm going to change my story up. I had a story. I'm going to tell a different story. For those of you who do not know, my mother works third shift. So she works 11 at night till 7 o'clock in the morning. And I remember that when we would have people over so back when I was younger and I still lived at home, maybe it would be a holiday, maybe it would be something, I don't know, we'd have people over. And my mom was never really around because she was sleeping. Because if she worked the night before, she went to bed when she came home and she slept till two, three, four in the afternoon, got up and did it again. For a long time, Alan, when I was younger, I did the same thing. Where when people came over, I would just like stay in my room. I wouldn't even go down and say hi. I would just like hang out in my room and play video games and wait till everybody left. I did that for a long, for a long, long, long time. That was from my childhood. I kind of, I don't want to say adopted that. I, I, I do in a, in a way. Yeah, yeah. No, I've worked very hard on that, honestly, because that's not how Taryn was raised. Taryn's the opposite. Taryn's very, very big on family and spending quality, quality time with family, where for me, that wasn't really, we stopped eating dinner together pretty early where I would go, I just watch TV upstairs, diners, drive-ins and dives. And I would eat my food. I'd watch King of Queens, whatever it is. My mom and grandmother would eat downstairs. That is something that I adopted from my mom. That's, that was a part of my childhood that was still running me. The other story I was going to tell, this might land better for me. That just came to me. Uh, somebody I know, I know this person fairly well. I know their family. I, I know this person well. I would classify this person as, going back to the previous episode, the type of person who just kind of always does the right thing. And when we were younger, there would be somebody that he would kind of, kind of, kind of know, like three layers, friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. And he'd be the type of person that would go to the funeral, he'd go to the wake, because it was just the right thing to do. It was just always that. Then when you meet this person's family, it's very clear that they are this, the same type of people. They're just the type of people that just do the right thing. They're great humans. They're great friends to have. Maybe to a detriment where they, they take on more than they need to to make sure that they're good friends. That person 
is getting their life run by that as well. So that's kind of the goal of today's episode. Where is your childhood still running you? Alan and I have our stuff, right? We have our, we talk about it all the time on here as well as behind the scenes. Clients, they all have their stuff. What part of your childhood is still running you to this day and have you identified it? Last thing before I kick it to you. Somebody asked me on a podcast, what is, if you could, if you only had an hour and you could recommend what would change somebody's life the most, what would you, what would you tell them? And I've, I told you this on a podcast recently, we talked about it, but I said therapy. Here's why. This is, this is the reason why I think therapy, counseling, whatever it is, is super valuable because you're going to understand the things that you're doing. You didn't have a choice in a lot of them. A lot of them are just subconscious. This is what I saw. This is what I do. Then I pass that on, right? This, so this is what I do. And the next generation sees it and then they do it, rinse and repeat. So yeah, that's this episode in a nutshell. You are the most impressionable as a child. So impressionable. Yes. So, so, so impressionable. I, uh, this is a story that I'm going to share that I was hesitant to again, but I'm facing fears. So let's do it. Uh, Emilia and I, we get sushi every weekend. Not every weekend, but we love sushi Saturday. We get it enough to where we call it sushi Saturday. So Fair. if that tells you anything, <laughs> love it. Obs- like, love it, love it, love it. The place that we go to is nearby. It's probably 10 minutes away. And we actually are friends with, we've actually gotten pretty close with the woman who works there on Saturday nights. Her name's Amelia. Emilia's name is Emilia, but she spells hers with an A and they met on, we have her Instagram and she's considering being on the Evolve team. It's a whole thing. Very cool. But anyways, so it's next to a Packy, which is a uh, liquor store. And it's not in the, That right there is a New England term? Yeah. The, oh, pa- the old, yeah, I think so. The Packy. The package store. Okay, so liquor store, package yeah, store, yeah. yeah. So it's not the it's not in the nicest area. It's not a bad area per se, but it's not in the nicest area. But it's really good sushi. Which place is this? Kyoto. That's not a bad spot. No, it's not. God, it's your not. shelter. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a bad spot. It's not a bad spot. But it's not super nice either, man. I haven't honestly. been in a minute. Yeah, I haven't okay. been in years. Yeah, it's not super nice. It's it's. Hey. It's gone downhill around okay. here a little bit, Kevin. Fair, fair, okay. Honestly, man. Okay. Real talk. But anyway, so this is north of where Kevin and I grew up for reference. Mm. But this is for the listeners, not for us. Yeah, so, fair. So anyways, there's a, a liquor store and it's late night. It's Saturday night, right? So most people drink on Saturday nights. I get it. And Kyoto is also a bar. So there's like a lot of people there that are drinking. And I see this, this man who is clearly wasted. And he has a, a young girl in his arms, and uh, she's probably four or three or something. Little cute blonde girl. Reminded me of my little sister. Uh, my sister when she was little. My sister's older than me, but yeah. And I was sitting there waiting for Emilia to get the sushi. She went in. Sometimes we switch off, whoever pays, whatever. And I'm just sitting there, and I had this really sad moment. This father, from my perspective, is not a good father. Now, again, this could be a bad moment. This could be... But he brought her into the liquor store while drunk and came out with a brown bag of more liquor, right? And then got in his car and drove away. So this is not a responsible father. And for me, this was really uh, quite emotional. And and I had a lot of uh, negative emotions come up inside of me witnessing this, right? And And I said to Emilia when she got back to the car, I said, that's so sad. 
I said, first of all, can we not park over here next time, please? Uh, I have a history with alcohol and all that. And secondly, that little girl looks up to, you should see the way she looks at her dad. She looks at her dad like he's, he's a hero. You can, you can see it. I can see it. And I said to Emilia, I said, that little girl's in some trouble. She, her biggest role model, her hero is irresponsible, drunk driving, drunk, going to get more alcohol, probably with money he doesn't have. And again, I could be wrong about some of this, but at the end of the day, I don't think that I am. I just want to be truthful. But I grew up around an environment that had a lot of alcohol. And so that affected me more than it would have other people. Uh, I have a sister who's blonde who also looks a lot like that daughter. Um, and I know that when we're kids, to my point of kids are so impressionable, when we're little kids, we we are so impressionable. We think, I mean, everyone's our hero, right? I mean, I I remember I like my friends' dads would be like my heroes because I didn't have a dad. And I all of like I was like, how do you know all this? I used to think they knew everything and all kinds of and now it's like, oh my god, they don't know that much. Which again, they still know some, but not nearly as much as I thought, and that's okay. But when we're young, we are influenced so much by our environment and by our parents and by our parents' friends. And I often say this. Bob Proctor actually shares this too. If you were born in Shanghai, you'd speak Chinese. If you were born in, I don't know, Massachusetts, you'd speak English. It's not because you were inherently supposed to speak Chinese or English. That's how impressionable our environment is. And that's just one thing. So whether you put your right shoe on first or your left, that might be because your parents did that. Whether you celebrate Christmas or you don't, it's because your parents did that. Whether you, you know, what, what you have at Thanksgiving. I've heard of people having ham on Thanksgiving. It's like, whoa, that's weird. It's like, no, it's normal for me. It's not for me. I, I don't have ham on Thanksgiving. But Emilia and I had a conversation when we first got together. We said, we're going to create our own rule book. We're not going to do all this stuff that we just inherited from our families, 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 family, right? And so do we want to do Christmas? I don't know. Do we want to do, you know, let's make our own rule book. So uh, I digress. This episode is about looking at your past from that lens. Do you drink because your parents drank or do you drink because you consciously were like, you know what? I think I want to drink. For me, it was not that way. I, I, you know, I grew up in a drinking culture, drinking environment. And I woke up one day and I realized that I was running a paradigm that wasn't my own. I was making, and a paradigm is just a multitude of habits. It's, it's a belief system. And you get to choose. You can choose whether or not you want to believe in Santa Claus. You can choose whether or not your kids are going to have Santa. You can choose what religion you want to do, if any. You can choose what school you go to. You can choose. But if you aren't conscious of it, hyper-conscious of it, you're not making a choice. Hi, my name is Tim Melanson, and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency, and I'm also a podcast host of the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago. He was a guest on my podcast and we had an epic conversation and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. And so I decided to jump on board with him and it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown, but more importantly, I feel much less stressed and 
much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend Alan, if you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools, then look him up, take him up on his consultation. Last story, promise before I let you talk again, Kev. No worries. Back in the day, I used to uh, do some partying, which yep. I made very clear in this episode. What You've you done partying. I have, yes. You used to yep. do beer? I did, I did, I did beer. And liquor? I, I did, yes. Mm-hmm. More than I'm proud of. But anyways, so ran amok, had a lot of fun, but definitely wasn't my paradigm and, and definitely wasn't me deep down. And as I've grown, I've grown out of that. So I haven't drank in f- probably coming up four years now. So anyways, back in the day, Kev, we were, went to high school together and Kevin was not invited. No, I'm kidding. But we had the party house. We were on a lake. We had, I was not invited. That's serious. That was a, that was a backhanded compliment. I, w- I was not invited to any of these <laughs> right, parties. I wasn't proactively not inviting you. Kid says, in, in a pre- and I, want, I have kept the receipts. Previous episode, Alan said Kevin was popular, didn't get invited to the parties. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you didn't like me. I so. did like you for your, I would have liked you for your house and the parties for sure. I would have, <laughs> I would have sucked it up, man. Fair assessment. So obviously he's still salty that he wasn't invited. <laughs> but anyways, so I did, I had an awesome party house for lack of better phrasing, big yard, bonfire, summer, awesome. And it was fun. We had this rule where if you don't turn your tab on your beer and someone catches you, you have to chug it. Have you ever heard of that before? No. Oh. Kev, didn't turn your tab, chug it. And everyone would say, chug, 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 chug. Yeah. I, to this day, turn the tab on my Zoas. Mm. I, to this day, you've seen me do it. You've Mm. seen me do it. Emilia asked me to uh, pour one of her Zoas into her. We have these little data bottles that track our water because we're big on data. And she turned it back. And then I was like, "Mm, mm mm-mm. You're going to have to chug it. <laughs> Something's <laughs> off here. But that is the level of our conditioning. Now, could I choose to stop turning my tab? Yes, I've chosen not to stop doing it. I just do it. I do it automatically. But what else are we doing automatically? Right? And that's the, the power of this. I told this story on a meetup once. but I, And again, I don't know who it came from, but it was very it's, it's very appropriate for this episode. There's, let's just, let's just do it this way. Somebody is cooking a dinner, not necessarily turkey dinner, not necessarily Thanksgiving, not necessarily a holiday dinner, but somebody comes over and they notice that, let's just say in this example, they only cooked half the turkey, right? So somebody comes over and they're like, where's the other half of the turkey? I only see half the turkey is cooked. Like, why did you only cook half the turkey? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. My mom used to do it. So that person goes to their mother and they say, hey, why did you only cook half the turkey? when we grew up any reasons particular no like no no your your grandmother used to do that right your, your grandmother used to do that okay i'm gonna ask my grandmother they go and ask their grandmother and their grandmother says i don't know my my mom your great great grandmother used to do that and eventually you come up with the understanding that the oven was half the size when your great 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 grandmother was cooking it so they couldn't fit a whole turkey in there and now you realize you've wasted half a turkey for however many generations just because people used to do it that way I, it's a funny story, but I think that's what a lot of us are doing. I, I really do think that the people who, and, and I don't mean this toward you, because I don't want to include you in this, but the people who had the party houses, I'm sure a lot of them ended up with drinking habits. 
Oh, I know sure. several that did. For sure, of course. Several yeah, that yeah. did. No, I'm not offended at all. That's true. I just well, I just course. wanted to make sure. Yeah, of course. Now, I I have never seen my mother drink anything ever. I've never seen my mother take a sip of alcohol. There was we didn't we we didn't have alcohol in our house, which I'm very blessed because I think that is aided in the fact that I can just kind of, if I want to drink I will if I don't want to I but if that was the case the opposite was the case I'm sure I'd probably have similar reactions in similar conditioning I would love to see the stats on that like yeah if you had parents who drank your extra likelihood of drinking I'm sure there's a bunch of research but I, not I just drinking some, but everything careers I saw some doctors research. lawyers engineers all that kind of yeah. stuff yeah go ahead something along the lines of if you're again I I won't won't quote it because I don't know the exact study but it was something along the lines of if your caretakers are obese I think you're 75% yeah. more likely to be obese and if they're not and they're in shape you're the numbers asked like one percent something like that well this all goes back to birds of a feather flock together that other than self-belief because that kind of dictates yeah. who you surround yourself with which by the way goes back to our last episode so if you missed that check that out it's about identity belief about self is number one after that it's who you surround yourself with and why because it totally affects belief about self and I, I think that the hyperconscious podcast prior to being NLU, I think that's what that was for us. It was, it was us with our listeners contemplating who we are, who we used to be, who we want to be, why we want to be that way, and, and trying to figure all that out. And then, you know, we obviously built a real business, and, but we talked about character and improving our character for the longest time. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about looking at our past. It's interesting, I'll be brief about this, but coaching is very future-oriented. Therapy is very past-oriented. And you really do need both. I have a therapist and I've had coaches and mentors. And when I'm coaching, I'm doing some past work and some future work. I think that's what we were doing. We were talking about our past while building our present, while working toward a brighter future. And we were coaching each other, but also doing therapy with each other both on the microphone and off. Mm. And we also interviewed people. That was probably more coaching. And then you and I's conversations, we therapize about it for lack of better phrasing. And so if you're out there listening, like what were your parents like? Right, wrong, or indifferent? Positive, negative, neutral, whatever. And, and this is what I did in book club. We did a poll in book club about your past. And this was the, the question. What number best represents your childhood? We did zero, we did five, and we did 10. We're reading a book called How Emotions Are Made. So it was from the frame of emotions. Did your family show all positive emotions? Did they show all drama, negative, toxic emotions of like suck it up, rub some dirt in it? Or were they kind of neutral, kind of vanilla, for lack of better phrasing? And we had one person who was all negative and one person who was all positive. The all positive person still to this day struggles to face difficult truths. They just brushed everything negative under the rug. And I've coached a lot of people at this point. That's a thing. It's like, let's pretend nothing's negative, right? Kind of like the Brady Bunch mentality sort of thing. Like it's all good, even though it's really not. You're not dealing with your issues because you're not facing them. And then there's other side of the coin, which is just basically like, honestly, pessimistic. It's, you know, all gloom and doom, nihilistic, hopelessness. It's, you know, just hardcore, realistic right? Like it's, it's not rainbows and butterflies. It's very like harsh 
kind of. And and some of us had both. Some of us had the roller coaster of everything in between. I certainly did, right? You had the, the full range of emotions. So ask yourself that same question. 70% of book club was the range, the roller coaster. 20% was all negative, And the 10% was all positive. And right, wrong, or indifferent, it will help you understand why you are the way you are. And now that you know how you are, now you are empowered to change it or shift it if you want to. Mm -hmm. Well said. I was thinking of a a good takeaway. I think that's probably the best takeaway I could come up with either or also. So I think that's a good one. Thank you, brother. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah, it's it's interesting. This is one of those hard things to do by yourself. It can be very hard to do this by yourself because you kind of need somebody asking you the questions and digging and digging. So if you are in therapy or you have a therapist, you have a counselor, you're probably hopefully doing this already. But if not, it might be a good reason to seek one out because it's the best. The, it is. I had yeah, my call I'm, earlier and it was you? all about childhood. Tara and I have been talking. She, she said, hey, no. Cause I got health insurance recently and she said, are you going to start going back to therapy? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it yeah, because that's, that's where so much of the stuff is. So much of the stuff is buried in the past. We just don't know. We should talk about that. Um, maybe an episode at some point, because I think what I've noticed is men tend to have a bigger aversion mm. to therapy. And I think in some ways, statistically men might need it even more. So definitely, I would say, yeah. And I think I you and I leading true. by example in that will be really important. That's what Emilia says. And I agree. <laughs> I mean, I mean, consider it done. Consider yeah. it done. Yeah. Next level nation. If you are looking for amazing people to have in your life, positive people, uh, a place where you can grow, a place where you can feel like yourself, you can figure out your identity. Going back to our last episode, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Link will be in the show notes. Our next monthly meetup is next Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Is that facts, Kev? That is facts. June 1st, 2023. How to stick with something for the long run. We've talked a lot about past conditioning on this episode. On the previous episode, we talked about identity. Do you hold the identity of someone who can stick it out? Life is a marathon, not a sprint. And we're going to help you with that. Technically, it's this Thursday because this episode's dropping on Saturday. This Thursday, June this 1st, Thursday. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link to register will be in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Keep your camera off and microphone off if you want or participate as much as possible. We are very, very excited to meet you. We love meeting our listeners. We hope to see you there. Tomorrow for episode number 1350, another milestone, 1350. How you feel about yourself is more important than what you have. I understand that can be a potentially, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial title, but I promise we're going to go into it deeply. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Analyze your past so that you can go into a brighter future next level nation thanks for joining us for another episode of next level university we love connecting with the next level family we mean it when we say family if you ever need anything please reach out to us directly everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes thank you again and we will talk to you tomorrow